explore their asses. <laughs> we in the future, we're here. What does that mean? Yeah. Future? What does it mean to be in the future? Yeah. Let's break it down. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Things are happening that you were like, I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. Oh, yeah. Dolly. Dolly, for sure. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but yeah, I thought you just meant like we're recording this in the past, but like now it's being projected into the... Yeah. It was released later in the future. Right. But that, that's the kind of the opposite. That's like people are listening to this. It's a, it's a capsule from the past. It's a capsule from right, October we, 2nd. For them, but we are in the future. Correct. So we, right now I'm going to tell you everything that happened on uh, Tuesday, October 4th. Yeah. Go for it. What happened? Um, but, but Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden <laughs> passed away, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> I went to work <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> That's it. Uh, save, yeah. You know, <laughs> what a day of work Tuesday was. Yeah. Lucy, she giggled. Yeah. He cried too. Let us not forget. Nah, she was more. Wish she was more of a why. I was gonna say yeah. more of a yell, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, which is it, you guys? Soaked <laughs> through her bib. Yes. That had definitely slobber. Yes, more than once. Mm-hmm. And uh, made us laugh. All right, Rock guys. Joy. Let's get serious. Let's get serious. Oh, okay. All right. Serious big apology. I have to give. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Issue. Yes, I um. Which I still actually don't know if you could help explain the correction here, but I... Oh, I, I'm sure I could. I mean, I, I have an idea, but I can... Last week, yeah. I fucking gave Steve Carell shit for pronouncing pistachio, pistachio. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember. Apparently, he's saying a different word. He wasn't saying pistachio. <laughs> What was he saying? I don't know. I still don't know what the word is. He was saying pistachio. What is that? I tried to find it online and I couldn't find anything with close to a spelling of pistachio. Yeah. And I think that's the point because he's all like, tell him how you came up with the idea for the pistachio. It's probably like a pistachio baklava. That's that's the guess? Oh, it's like an invented thing for the show? Mm Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. Confusing as it, shit. Yeah, because they don't. He doesn't drop it like it's some novel thing. Well, he does. Not the first time. I mean, they're they're talking about it like the audience should know what he's talking about. Like, oh uh, yeah, and the pistachio. Yeah, because like, fucking <laughs> Domino Gleason was like, I Dom, went to Dom go, Hall. I went to go inspect this fucking Greek restaurant. Oh, I've gone there before. They have great pistachio. La, 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 you know, he's right. like foodie and gay. But he would have to explain that to Steve Carell. He's like, what does that mean? Because it's not a thing. If it's an invented thing. Yeah, but I don't, that's not what he's getting at. So I don't, I don't think he does. He's like, they have this dish, you know, I, I go there often for this. Here's dish. what I want to know. Is it an established dish? Not that I can find. Or is right it invented now. in the show? I, well, it's invented by that guy in the show. That's how they're trying to show his humanity. Okay, but the way it's presented in the show is sort of like he has a great version on this dish. Nope. He says, why don't you tell him how you came up with the idea? Tune for the in next week. Yeah. We'll have to do some more research. I mean, I don't I know what you're don't know what's going on. It's, it's not coming up. And also it makes sense in the context of the show to have him be like, 
you know, like show him you're human. Like, why don't you tell the story of how you came up with the pistachio? Yeah. Which is Don Hogleason's favorite dish on their menu of their family restaurant. Right. But do they ever describe what it is? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Did you guys finish? I the don't show? know that it matters. Not yet. No, <laughs> it's in the finale, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you're like I don't think any explanations because he he is going to make up a word and then not explain what it is. Well, he goes to explain it, and then Domino Gleason kills him as he's before he gets to really any of the bulk of the story. So, so know, we'll man. never I know. know. I don't, but it's. It sounds like what you're saying makes sense if you haven't it seen does the show. Make sense. But if you watch the show, it's I such an it. underhanded thing that they're talking about. It's not like I think that you missed maybe like a I definitely missed. I definitely piece missed. of information, and now you think it doesn't make sense, but it does. I definitely. That's definitely probably what happened. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, fucking Steve Carell. Like, I was confused that he was talking about. He's mispronouncing pistachios. Yeah. So the context in there in there wasn't like, oh, he's talking about some fucking some other thing, some unicorn dish that doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, right. But go ahead and what was in the first uh, iteration where this the show we're talking question. about is the patient. Yeah. By the way, when he first said it, and you were like, "What the fuck? What was the sentence he said?" Because. You don't invent pistachios. I like to crack open the shell and really eat a lot of pistachios. That's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> not it. Because a pistachio is not a singular, like, dish item, I don't think. No, I know. But I just thought he was talking about, like, the, like you know, an ice cream flavor or something. Okay. Like, oh, he has a really good. Like, I think that's also plausible. Like I really like the almond version of this lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> Replace lasagna with a different base or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, he has a good peanut lasagna, but my favorite is the pistachio lasagna. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's how I was taking it. Like okay. I was pistachio, pistachio and but that he just didn't feel like using the qualify like the main word of the substatio, so the flavor, but he decided not to define. The actual what it's food. flavoring yeah no 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 yeah in the show you're right he does say it is a standalone thing like yeah i really but it, like i'm saying i i thought it was like i really enjoyed like it was like an after adjective okay. you know yeah yeah, yeah. like mm. they make a really good like baklava. my favorite is the pistachio yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah 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 okay we're all in the same the page. after adjective <laughs> anyway so we got a partial corrections department I'm not sure if that was a whole. If well, full, no, full, full, full correction. He's not saying he's not mispronouncing pistachio. Yeah. There's no question that Steve Pearl okay. doesn't know how to pronounce pistachio. Okay. We right. know this. Yes. At the very least. I just don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's there? talking about a Greek dish, man. All right. That's made up by the guy. All right. Let's stop bickering because we just had an anniversary. Three years. <laughs> yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It's the first time we didn't spend it with Jim Jim. Yeah. I'm sorry I missed it, you guys. But it's probably f for the best. You guys probably had a good time. Well, we're thinking about it. We're trying to... What happened last year? Like, what what actually was go going down? Because we were at... Jamal was I, visiting. I had just <laughs> moved here. Or had just moved here. <laughs> 
I thought you came in October. I thought you came October 1st-ish, no. but you signed your lease October 1st. No. October 15th. October 15th. Okay, but we were at, we were, and oh, we went to, we saw Bill Burr. <laughs> we saw Bill Burr. We saw Burr. Bill Burr October 1st, but October we went 1st. to my grandma's uh, birthday. Um, I can tell you what. I saw, uh, we saw James Blake before Bill Burr. That was like the second or. Yeah. October. Well, because we went and to I California. Think that was like the That 29th. was the 28th. Our anniversary. Oh, that's right. And I bailed because I was pregnant as fuck. Oh, that's, that's right. right. That's you guys right. So, James Blake. We got so back. It makes sense that you guys got to have this one alone because I stole Jordan on your last We got back from. No, Morgan bailed. Yeah. We got back. Christian from, bailed. Morgan bailed. Sorry. It's fine. It's really fine. We got uh, back. It's not going to be a good episode. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not going to be good. We got back from uh, California on the 26th. Yeah, and then, okay. then I, boom, I show up. Wreck your lives. Wreck your lives. Wreck your lives. Mm. Bowed up. Yeah, what? Yeah, it's true, because I couldn't figure out what this other flight was from Seattle. And that's you. You came in on the 27th. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Fucking funny. Anyway, happy anniversary, you guys. Thanks. Right. We went out three to, years. We went to French 75. We sure did. I had a great time. Jordan Very good. had a ass time. What do you mean? Just the way she said it was like, I had a great time. Oh, yeah. Why'd you say it like I, that? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> pistachio bullshit. <laughs> well, we're getting, it's getting late. Not really that late, but late, it's late where it's approaching your bedtime. So then you start acting like a fucking goofball. It's 2 30. No, I'm talking about when we were at dinner for our anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me that yeah. ain't insecure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because <laughs> I'm like the topic is anniversary day. Yeah, okay. Because initially I'm like, you were like, "What time do you want to eat?" I'm like, "Fucking five o'clock," and you're like, "Oh, I have to work," and I'm like, "Okay, that makes sense." So we make a reservation for six thirty. Six thirty, dangerous territory. So we go and we eat, and then as the night gets going on, Morgan starts getting louder mm-hmm. when she's talking, hammered. She has, her volume, her volume control just doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, is it how? What's it, you talking about in the restaurant? Yeah, is it it's loud, loud in, in the restaurant? Thank you. It's There's not loud. A no, 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 no. loud playlist. No, it's not loud. First of all, here's what's a fun. loud playlist. It's loud not playlist. that loud. Heavy metal. It's, I can we can hear each other talk, dude. And the thing, the way this restaurant's set up, you can't like really see anyone else. Like we're at a booth, uh-huh. and you can't really see. They're like, really high, high, yeah, high walls nice. and stuff. It's really, yeah, it's really quite cool. Um, <laughs> I like it. Okay, but it gives Morgan a false <laughs> sense of like, oh, no one can hear me because yeah. they can we're, see. We have our own private room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's well, talking about the fucking Arby Hammer doc. These a, women are getting raped, like yelling at yeah, this yeah. restaurant. I feel like when you overhear tables, at least half of it you have to be lip reading. Or at least I'm a very frequent lip reader. At least half of it they're talking well, about rape. But I, <laughs> I mean, like, this is why the COVID mask thing was such a challenge for me because I didn't realize how much I relied upon seeing the movement of the mouth. Uh-huh. To really actually hear what's being said. Yeah, that's how nine thousand over here. Of course, it helps to see the mouth, but it's not. You don't need the mouth. It's not like every. <laughs> of course, I don't, of course, it's not I can't required. Hear shit, dude, I can't see mouths. <laughs> of course, right it's now. not required. But I'm saying it. It does the high boost. Do you understand privacy, lyrics to music? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> the high boost. <laughs> the high boost privacy yeah. not only acts as sound 
um, prevention. Mm-hmm. What is the word that I'm looking Dampening. For? Sure, I don't know. Okay. Um, Isolation. Anyway, so soundproofing, so a certain amount. Proof sounds like none, though. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Resistance. But then, so like, it's also blocking the waves of voice and you mm-hmm. can't see. Right. But in, so in my defense, it's also sort of a uh, padding for the sound that you claim to be so loud coming in. They are playing music over the head. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but it's not loud. It's not too loud to where we can't hear each other. It's it's quite loud. It's not. I'm that's, afraid you're just too darn loud. I mean, that's what's okay, causing but, me. To okay, speak but up. you conceded during our dinner that you were that I was like take it down a notch, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, sorry, because I talked. I do talk loud, and you kept telling me I talk loud. I, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so I don't know why you're fighting it now. <laughs> well, because I, I'm justifying. Like, it's not like I was just why you randomly, were raising your yeah. Volume. But I do know that, especially to Jordan's very soft-spoken ear, soft-spoken mumbling ear, just mumble. Both. It's both. No, both yeah, because I talk because I am respect because I think you can hear if you, if you can't hear me if I didn't think you could hear me or if you said like hey I can't hear you talking too low then I would raise it but we've been communicating mm-hmm. without uh, this day without incorrect what, what am I you're talking I, about this, without mistake this day this pretty, night yeah, yeah 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 no you were fine but um, I'm just saying I know <laughs> from experience that sometimes my voice can get to a volume that hurts your little ears and so. <laughs> <laughs> so I take that feedback from you. Like I know you can't. I know that I can lower it, and you can still hear me. Yeah, we're talking about Army I... Hammer, fucking rapey chicks, and defending and being on Army Hammer's side. <laughs> I just want to like, I take it down. I wasn't being on Army Hammer's side. I was. I was saying. I don't know. This like these the... chicks were asking for it. That's like, not what I, I was said. Like, Jesus, I had Christ. just started it. I was like 15 minutes into the first episode, and I was like, I don't know. I think it's going to a place where it's like. I don't know. It's not really any information here, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's true. I think you definitely raped some folks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. neither here nor there. Yeah. I'm just setting up that you were you <laughs> no were getting tired, and therefore your volume was a little bit off, and you were starting, to, and you were getting like more loosey goosey, as if like the mocktails that we were drinking mm. were having a you're having a a placebo, pl- yeah, drunk. Pl- placebo. I I just okay. don't. It, they, they weren't, but you were playing was, into it too. Like, oh, this, yeah, I am getting tired and people are going to think I'm drunk. Like sort of a funny mm-hmm. okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, because sure. then. I guess mm. I just don't feel like I was particularly silly this night. So I'm glad you think so. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> not, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that you were like super silly. I'm mm. saying that you were starting to exhibit signs of. Fatigue, inebriation, L- loopy, 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 But no, no, not from my perspective. It's not inebriation. Okay, I know the difference between your inebriation and sleepiness. But because it, it's it's like a fight through sleeping. Like when you're sleepy, normal in the house, you're just like, oh, I'm tired, you know. Oof, I'm tired. But yeah. if you're out and you're like, you feel like you have to be like still engaging, but you're <laughs> yeah. fighting. Uh, a, yeah, because then I'm you hit a like level. Play, I'm almost like trying to like yeah, overshoot. You're play. Fighting. Yeah, yeah, you're fighting. Yeah. So it's the That's it's true. your fight mode. It's the opposite because it's like I don't want to be crabby in this instance. Like I want to mm. enjoy the time. So let me like let me try and rev just, myself up. Yeah. Here. yeah. yeah. So before we went to the restaurant, her aunt and uncle, who were, who was babysitting for us, they're like, oh, we have a code for all Banano restaurants. 
banana restaurants. What? Is <laughs> the owner of the restaurant that we were going to? He has like a he has a his, bunch of restaurants in Denver. His name is Banana. <laughs> but, but he's Frank Banano. Banana. Banano. Okay. Okay. We're gonna call him Mr. Bananas. Okay. Remainder of the podcast. Yeah. So we they tell because they love Frank Banana. So they all they just have like credit at all these restaurants. And they're like, you could use our code. To like just pay for dinner, like fuck yeah, <laughs> thank you. I fucking hate wow. this, what you're about to tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we could fuck. We could use. This is the best example. Borg gets tired. <laughs> so like we're discussing like because we, we don't have a card or anything. It's just a number code. Like how okay. is this gonna work when we go to pay? Yeah. So there's a brief discussion me and Morgan have as like the dinner's coming to a close, and I'm like. <laughs> She's like, oh, we'll just like ask about it, like when we order dessert. I'm like, no, 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 just wait. They'll drop the check. By the way, I don't have any idea like what information you have other than what is I'm assuming like six numbers. So I, I, I like I don't know <laughs> six numbers. <laughs> like I don't know how much. It's it's like a gift card. Like if is, you were to read the back of a number on a gift card. <laughs> okay, right. that's how many numbers we're talking. Yeah. Holy shit. So. Because it is like a, it's just a gift card that they have probably a bunch of bunch. Oh, okay. That's just the way that they've now done it. Because they eat there so many times, they're just like we just have a bunch of fucking. So they, just wrote they don't the want to carry down. a bunch of gift gotcha. cards. Gotcha. So we ha- we just have this number, and then the guy comes, he <laughs> drops the check, which is folded inside of a French translated green eggs and ham or no, no, no. <laughs> how the Grinch stole Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's your checkbook. That's good. It actually is. Yeah, Yeah. it's all translated to French and stuff. It's like, oh, it's a cool little thing they're doing. That's cool. And and Morgan, (laughs) I thought so too. Yeah. So he he drops he drops the check. The waiter (laughs) and Morgan goes, okay. So oh wow, I really love this checkbook. Oh yeah. So they got the checkbook. Really really cool. Like (laughs) like, she's like fumbling, like tripping on herself, right? Uh, And like and the waiter's like sitting like trying to be like, what are you trying to tell me right now? Like she's like, hold on, like oh, it's a really nice checkbook. Like and he's like, like I started to ask the question, then I decided this is comment. On yeah, you're like, ooh, yeah. cool checkbook. I really like the checkbook. <laughs> By the way, her, her like her braces lisp is also coming out. She has like braces in her eyes. She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, well, this is a really cool checkbook. And he's like, yeah. kind of Dr. Tooth, kind of childish, like yeah, the way yeah. she's doing it. And then she goes, okay, so like, okay, so this is gonna sound crazy, but my, my I aunt, didn't say, I didn't say. <laughs> this, this is kind of no. this is fucking wild, but it would be you basically. You're like, so like, okay, so like my aunt is gonna pay for our dinner, I like. Didn't say. <laughs> but like how is that possible she's not here let me tell you <laughs> I said my aunt and uncle gave us this code to which I was then gonna be like how you know yeah is apparently that, we can stupid? pay that <laughs> way or like or is no, you're that... like I like this little checkbook oh my, my our aunt is gonna pay for our meal like you just like dropped to like a this kid like my parents uh, are paying yeah. for this yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, yeah, I just have a code here. He's like, can I just take your phone and type the code in from your phone? And I was like, yes. It was fine. I think it was fine. It was just, (laughs) but it was like, but I, I planned on just telling him this. Like I'm the one with the code, but Morgan decided to just at that moment, just take over (laughs) and be like, you don't like bringing stuff like that up. I feel like, and you probably would have like been like waited for him to walk away and then look to see if you could figure it out from the receipt. And I didn't want to do this. I'm getting tired. I didn't want to do like a, like, Oh, Jordan's going to try and figure it out first by himself. You might, you might've thought that, 
but I had no intention of I, figuring I, it out from the receipt. As a courtesy to you, I always there's initiate. no line. There's no line when you get a check that says like, "Oh, write down your gift card code." You just I know. You put the gift card in there. So I was 100% going to ask about it. Okay. I just know <laughs> that it's usually not something you you particularly enjoy doing. And so I... No, what I don't enjoy doing is taking the valet and then yeah. not having money to tip you the valet. You do like this all the time. Like when you're like, <laughs> oh, should we, get a, should we get the ticket for the stroller to check it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And like we get in line and like... I wait. I give you a good. I give a good five second pause since it was your idea. You initiated it to then ask the attendant. We're standing in front of if we can get the ticket, and you don't. These are the types of things. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking? You about? You know when we checked the stroller. Yeah. You were like, "Oh, I think we need to get a ticket from the sl- for a ticket for the stroller from the gate agent." I'm like, "Okay." Uh huh. And we go over there as a family union. 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 <laughs> Um, I don't remember there ever being like a pause and me being like, you, you do it. Like <laughs> that never happened. No, you didn't ask me to do it, but your lack of speech. Uh, okay. Well, this is the first I'm hearing, this is the first I'm hearing about you I'm picking up on something that I was lacking. That's an example of, I feel like this happens all the time. You kind of like, you kind of like defer. Here's the thing about the deferring. It has nothing to do with me. If I was solo. There's no problem. Yeah. It is the act of us both being there and then being like, we don't know who's going to do it. So I, there's just a hesitancy uh, of like, okay, you know, it's the same like talking with somebody on Zoom. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk because it's like, oh, we both talk. Oh, no, we're talking over each other. Uh, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's the thing of like, oh, we're both capable. It's, it's the same problem that happens if you go to like, I don't know, if you go to buy a car or something and you're, we're sure. together. Yeah. And then, or it, buy anything of mm-hmm. like, you really need to discuss as a spousal relationship. Yeah. And the salesperson is like playing to one of you or whatever. And then you're not sure what the, what your spouse is thinking. Yeah. And you're like, and so you're just like, sure. Okay. And then they're like, Oh man, I really wish you didn't. It's the same. Like, yeah. Or like if you're buying, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Like I'm this, this thing of like, <laughs> yeah, you and don't know. I do. You want, I want to do what you are thinking, but mm-hmm. it, but there, there's just this communication that's happening with the eyes right, of like, yeah. of like is no, this, are we on the same page? I totally yeah, yeah, yeah. get what you're saying. I'm just I'm saying that is the the de- deferment that you just admitted to is why I asked started spieling about the code. That's why I stepped in there. Yeah, yeah. Because I typically do. Yeah, I wasn't surprised that you did. Oh, okay. I just thought it was funny that you did. Okay. Because <laughs> you, that's the reason why it's like, whatever, we walk up to the gate agent and we have to get the thing checked. Like, yeah. when it comes to like customer servicey things, you just take the lead on things like that. Right. And so, yeah. It has nothing to, I have no, I don't like calling and being like, hey, fix this thing for me. Yeah. For some reason that sucks. Mm-hmm. But again, I'll do it. If I don't have you to lean on in those scenarios, but since you just take to it and it's fine for you, yeah, I just say okay, go ahead. Right. The only reason that the gate check thing stands out to me is because you very much were like, oh no, like let's, I, I think we should do that like right now. Blah, blah, blah. Like it was very much prompted by you. Okay. 
So, so she expected you to take the lead on that one, dog. <laughs> I guess. I don't even remember the gate agent situation. It was fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But the valet, we fucking, so we're going, I'm like, let's just park in the parking garage. I, I don't, I don't mind walking. I never mind parking I, far away and walking. I don't either. I hardly ever mind it. I don't either. Um, but you're on, I would like to provide some background information here. In the con, like many times throughout the text messages and emails of like the confirmation of my reservation, it was like, do not worry about parking. Like we have, it was like a big push for the valet and you were trying to park at a parking garage. We were running very up against, right against the, I don't like being late. And it was very far away. And I assumed it was, like a, it was a block and a half away. Long, assumed, long block. But, you yeah. know, valets are usually free and they work for tips and we'd give them, give them, I had $10 in my purse. I'm like, or we could pay for gay parking and fucking take elevators and, you know, walk, you know, which I like doing. I like doing. I like, I like doing parking it and walking. And I like doing I like it afterwards. I just don't like doing it and finding a spot when we are already running late. I don't like. I don't have the valet key on me. I don't like. So it's like I have now to fumble. I'm not good with taking keys off of keychains. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, so more I have ten dollars in cash. And I was like, ten dollars. Okay, that's a good tip for a valet. Pretty solid. Five dollars. Give him five dollars. Jamal doesn't. Know I don't know. Um, I thought I, I've yeah, never. I don't. 20, I valid like one time in my life because I don't mind parking. So it's always like a fucking whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that fucking stranger get in my car. It's a sixty-year-old kid. Yeah. So I we're pulling up. We passed that parking garage, and I'm like, okay, if there's a closer one, like as we're getting closer, I'll, I'll pull into that one instead. There is the valet comes first. So I was like, okay, we'll valet. I'm trying to be cool for Morgan. It's our anniversary. Gotta yeah. be cool. We pull up. It's ten dollars for the vet. Like straight mm. up, you have to pay. And for I'm, the valet. I'm I, part of it is like I'm genuinely asking you, like, why do you not want to use the valet? And your only reason was that we didn't have a tip, which we did. So we didn't. We did until until, until you didn't. We didn't. Right. 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 Which is why, like, when it was like, oh, which you have I $10. was also fine with, then because I was, valet parking should be free. You're spending money at their restaurant. Yeah. I don't know if it was like a French 75 valet or if it was like a, a conglomerate valet for like a French 75 and the others. Either way, they, then we should have been able to get it validated. Yeah. Anyways, $10 up front. There goes so, our, our, our entire So cash. then I'm like, I don't want to ship them anyway. Fine. Mm-hmm. Right, which she doesn't have to worry about. I'm the yeah. one who, I, who the has one to exchange gonna get the car keys with the guy. You're the one who's going to get in the fist fight. But then we leave it. It's not like we're going in the restaurant at that point. Mm-hmm. This is... You you would not apply this same thing about a restaurant that you're visiting for the first time. Don't tip the fucking waiter. Of we're never going to come back. But it's the same thing. You're just you're not tipping a guy who works for tips. Um, That's the fault of whoever is charging $10 for a fucking valet and they should... Uh, could be giving that to the valet guy. He probably makes a cut of that. They also wage, charged but. us a um, happy people 22% fee for the staff of the restaurant in addition to the tip that we would leave them. So I feel pretty good about the tipping scenario. I hope that at least the valet gets part of the 22%. Wait, 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 wait. They have the bundled in gratuity 
Yeah. Yeah, but it's not gratuity for your waiter. It's for... Isn't, like the back of house yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's for them. To, so we can pay them a, reg, a living wage. It's like, right. But they're still aligned for, to tip. So it's yeah. like, it shouldn't be either or. It shouldn't be like, oh, we, all, we pay yeah. everyone here $20 an hour, so don't worry about the tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you do both, now it's like, no one's lowering their tip amount. No one's going to be like, okay, well, I'm only going to tip you 7%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're already charging 22%. Yeah. I mean, what it is is you're just flowing down the, instead of like, you know, paying your employees more and then raising your menu prices. You're just like doing like a per dish. It's like a percentage mm-hmm. of sales. Yeah. Increased wage for everybody. Yeah. Which comes as a fucking surprise. I don't know. It, no, that, that I, part I, I don't even surprised. care. They told me multiple times. Yeah. We got the hookup anyway. So yeah, whatever. But that is odd. So anyways, we fucking walk out afterwards and the kid is like, Here's your key, and I could see him. I could just there's a moment where he's looking at my hands. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I would just bye. <laughs> we <laughs> We have no money. Yeah, we fucking cashless. So maybe one of these days I would go back. I would I would give him a crisp. Is our next one hundred Benjamin? Oh, Chris, sorry. And huh? it's not like I'm like in a crisp. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. I'm not like in favor of. I'm not like these people don't fucking deserve any more money. I'm just saying like. I felt fine about ultimately what the situation was. I wasn't like, oh, it's sometimes. Well, yeah, you don't I, have I have forgotten about it until just now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't lost sleep. Oh, like I wasn't I like, oh, we did a bad thing. <laughs> I didn't sleep bad. I think that night. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why, dude. Damn. Anyway, Jamal, you got big news. Big news. Yeah. 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 What's my what? You, have... you got big news. Oh, I uh, I got a tattoo. Dude. Oh. Ew. I don't know if I was ever gonna get a tattoo. Dude. Mahalo, brother. Mahalo, brother. I got a. Hawaiian, I got a. Aqua, I got, got a Hawaiian tribal yeah, wrap dude. around his ankle. Pretty dope. No, I got a tattoo of um, it's a piece of an Elliot Smith album cover, and I did it. Some homies that were getting there in town. And uh, they're all getting group tattoo of uh, these like different like not stick figures, but these silhouetted people. Uh-huh. And they're like, "You should do it too." And I was looking at all of them. I was like, "I don't do any of these." Group tattoos are tight. Super tight, dude. And so I did. I get put my own spin on it. I was like, "Does this count?" And they're like, "Yeah." So I was like, "Word." So yeah, it's, it's, it's this guy falling off a building in two um, stages. Does this count? That's so funny. Like, does this count? <laughs> is this is this for something fine? you're gonna permanently put on right. your body? Like, does it follow our game rules? Yeah. <laughs> well, because this this is something that like back when I was like 18, fresh out of high school, I was like thinking about tattoos I wanted to get back then, mm-hmm. and this was one of them. Everyone does. Same. And we all yeah. did. But this is one of them. This is like top of the list. Get this Elliot Smith tattoo. You don't want like the figure eight. No, going through I, don't, it. I don't want the figure. Figure it's not my favorite album. This one is the. Uh, How about the, my the dolly my symbol? It's a little barcode. I'll get the the. Why don't you get a silhouette of a little blonde? A little bit. Of oh, that'll be next, Frank dude. Doing. That'll be on my back. Um, <laughs> question. Full color. Are are Baha'is? <laughs> That's a good question. Allowed to get tattoos? Yeah, or like. Have he, you met my brother Sanji? Yeah. He's got oh, a plenty. Yeah, he's got a lot of Baha'i focus tattoos. Yeah. on his body, I believe. Yeah, Hakeem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a. I mean, I just don't think that I could um, trust 
that that would turn out okay. I mean, that's mm. a risk. Yeah. Yeah. But in, <laughs> but like with Sanji, I mean, he has a lot of tattoos. I feel like once you pass a certain right. threshold, that's true. it doesn't matter how bad a single tattoo is. Right, right. It's not to say that it's in. not bad. That no, 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 tattoo. It's good. But like as far as like the riskiness of risk. any one tattoo yeah. that you're going to get. I just think that like uh, especially for like people, you know, like people, it's not just <laughs> it's not like a random like, oh, I want a woman on that, you know, but like right. this is this, this needs person, to look like this actual person. I just feel like that is just really risky. That's all. Her, uh, one of our friends who's in town, she got, I think, two, if not three tattoos while she was here. One of them being the group tattoo. And then. One of them she got done by our neighbor, Bustos, who uh, he's been he's done mile he did Miles's um, uh, MF Doom tattoo. I didn't know he had one. Oh, I didn't show you a picture of that. It's pretty dope. And uh, didn't he just get it? Yeah. 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 Very very recently. Anyways, so it was he, like right after we talked about MF Doom on the podcast. Then, yeah. 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 I don't know if I knew about that. Yeah, probably not. But he probably just told me specifically. Yeah, it was Morgan and I were hanging out. But um so our friend Alexa, she goes and gets this tattoo of it's just a very it's like a very cartoony just a silhouette of like a girl like like profile her whole body just like sitting and her legs are kicked out or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and while he's doing the tattoo He's talking to Alexis and he goes, dude, this chick is so hot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's all like, it's so, it's so much a cartoon that like, and it's a silhouette that if her arm was upside down or whatever, like you wouldn't, it wouldn't register as a human body. Uh (laughs) He's like, it's just that it is a girl that he's so hot. (laughs) <laughs> that's how he works as an artist he has to really just picture make it love yeah to yeah the yeah. woman yeah. that he's painting <laughs> i'm so sorry i pee already am okay, uh, okay. i'm really sorry. <laughs> all right yeah. how's your how's your pee good pee what are you what do you guys well, you said of course everybody what, what were you guys what do you want to get on your body Back then, when you were 18. No. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I start <laughs> cycling, like, what do I want? Yeah, what yeah. Do I want? That's what I'm asking. And then you're reaching, and then you go, mm, do I really just want to do it for the sake of getting a tattoo? Yeah, no, I get all that, because yeah. you didn't do it. Yeah. But what I'm just asking, what were the ideas? Right sure, I thought about getting um, a bird on my side. Mm-hmm. I thought about getting... Uh, Maybe that's it. Maybe that's as far as I got. Mm. I, I really was like, okay, what are some things that I've liked for at least five years so that I could, you know, mm-hmm. permanently feel like I'll still like that yeah. in five years? Couldn't think of anything. Yeah. So, XNA on the time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, may, I, it wasn't even close for me to be like, yeah, I, a near miss. Like, when you asked me about, like, what are some of my ideas? Like, you think about like, oh, maybe this skeleton hand from the cool or like maybe uh-huh. it's all music probably yeah. related. Yeah. Like it's like I probably even thought about doing the Elliot Smith related mm-hmm. thing and all of it. I was like, dude, let's get I don't want that. Tats, dude. Get the Elliot Smith, dude. Get all like a mirror, like flip it. Flip it. Dude. But did it hurt? I did at first. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like grabbing the fucking armrests and shit. Uh-huh. I was like, OK, but mostly it's like. If this gets worse, I'm gonna start flailing around and I'm gonna fuck this tattoo up. Do they bad. strap your leg down? No. What? Yeah. 
that's risky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but after a while, it, it sort of. I mean, some parts also hurt worse than others. Like up towards my bone, didn't like hurt like at all. I don't know. Interesting. I think yeah, that I, more. yeah. But I wonder if you just don't have like a lot of nerves right there. Yeah, maybe it's definitely wherever your nerve density is. Yes. But no, after a while, it's fine. And then it was like, I mean, it's a fairly small tattoo. There's two two guys. Two fellows, Blow two fellows falling, just fucking each other in the ass, and um, but yeah, so it was only like I don't know, 20, 25 minutes, thirty minutes maybe. Tight. Quick, quick, uh, and now you have, we haven't even seen it. I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've seen it. It's all the bloody, it's bloodied up <laughs> just, as fuck. It just looks like you have just you got in an accident. <laughs> like, you have should, an first, you showed me. I thought, yeah, I thought you had like fell off your bike or something and that was oh like, yeah because i was like you guys want something pretty cool kind of like pretty so fun kind of boring what's Check it next? Out. <laughs> i don't know man Who you should just get, get a series of like 14 of those of him fall like all the way down your leg no but i mean i have i already started thinking about it and i was like oh what if i got other Trying to think of other oh, music. Oh, he's got the bug. I got the got bug. The I knew bug. it was going to happen too, dude. You but other so. music related ones, you know. That's, yeah. That's really all I give up. Are you going to get the fucking Medusa off the Vigator's mind with the tits? With the tits? Mm. Maybe. <laughs> no. Anyways. Anyways, man. Should we talk about the showcase? Showcase? Some Patsy Klein? Yeah. we. There's another showcase coming up. Oh. Yeah. Did I, did I mention at all last week about the roast panel? I can't remember if I talked about that. Yeah, you did. Okay, yeah. word. Okay, move on. Um, so showcase featuring the Jordanaires, an album by Patsy Cline mm-hmm. was our challenge of the week. Mm-hmm. I think we only got five left. Um, Something like that. Counting down. I, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of the songs on this album are like famous. Like when I'm listening to it, I'm like, this is like... Almost all of them I recognize from like a movie of some sort. Yeah. Like I can never place the movie. I feel like it's just like, oh, if you want to create the vibe of the 50s, put a Patsy Klein song in there. And it's like, it's very good. It was a good uh, knowledge for me to know like, oh, now I know this is Patsy Klein. Like yeah. These songs that I recognize. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, Down Mexico Way sounds like it's like, I feel like this is in Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. All of them so. sound like Breaking Bad yeah. songs. Yeah, for sure. Oh, shit. So I go walking. Yeah, I was gonna after say midnight um, in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. Um, and crazy. Yeah, crazy yeah. for feet. I, I didn't I listen to this album, by the way. So <laughs> okay, then, you would have loved it. So I know. It's so fire. track you one, you still should listen. To I fall. I know. I fall to pieces. Yeah. I know, mm-hmm. like this is like at first glance. Do I certainly know crazy. Cra- I wrote crazy is crazy. Absolutely lovely. Her performance is. Fire on this song. This is right up my fucking yeah. This, this album is fucking Crazy fire. It's it's so good. So Which is funny because when we first picked it, you're like, bro, what is happening? How is yeah. Patsy Klein <laughs> in this fuck? Yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice. Yes, it was a surprise. A pleasant surprise. That yeah. That was actually, and then walking okay, after midnight, I sing all. I mean, almost on a daily basis. Every time mm-hmm. I go on a walk with Lucy, I'm like, I go walking. After midnight, she might be your favorite artist. Out in the moonlight, yeah. just like we used to do. She does a lot. She uh, like the reverb on her voice and stuff, and the, just the style of it. Had big influence on 
You guys know Angel Olsen, mm. singer songwriter. Mm-mm. She's she's someone I've been listening to for years, and listen to Pat Klein, I'm like, oh, she's just ripping off Patsy Klein hard. Yeah, it's pretty tight. Patsy Klein looking like a fucking. She looks like a housewife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She I doesn't look like a a rock and roll star. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah I, this I really is like an this extremely album. listenable album. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I don't really even know what to say. Yeah, it's just fire. I'm surprised morning I will be. I, I honestly, I didn't really even mean not to. I hadn't. I just hadn't added it to the fucking thing. And when I do that, I I forget. Like right mm. when Jamal texts it. But if I would have opened it, I would have been like, oh yeah, these are like all my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's my best friends, dude. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you, you hardcore went in on the on the on the challenge it was yeah it was an accident i mean it wasn't like i wasn't like blowing it off i just for the the movie side i did you aced it thank Mm -hmm. you and as far as like i think it might have been the longest like the challenge was just to watch kill bill volume one yeah but i was like we gotta watch both yeah and i think watching both and calling that a challenge completion to watch both i don't know makes it the longest movie could yeah. watch. I think it's just longer than just Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah. Both of them combined. They're definitely not like standalone movies. They aren't. I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't intended yeah. to be. It was only done that way later, which it would, I think the runtime is like four hours, five minutes. Yeah. The whole bloody affair, which is like a few minutes shy. Cause there are some scenes when you're watching it, like, oh, he doesn't need this. Uh huh. Like when she's driving in the beginning of volume two, like recapping yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah. You don't need that if it's one movie. Right. And like you, some seasons you see twice in both mm-hmm. of them. The fucking Michael Madsen scene. Yep. We deserve to die. We deserve to die. Ooh, I guess we got to talk about Kill Bill. So, yeah, let's do it. Dude, this fucking movie is so tight. Yeah. What do you think, Morgan? So Morgan is like, oh, I don't remember it being seated, but like, I don't want to be gay. See- yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than I remember. Um, like, I enjoyed it fine. I, I I probably liked the second part better. For sure. Um, but I don't change my general comment that this is a action fight sequence heavy Yeah, film. but there's like four fight sequences. You guys were sequences. like, there's like no fight sequences. I'm like... There's like well, four. Just, well, what we were saying was that There's this her... isn't exactly like an action movie. Like this isn't like Fast Eight or whatever. You know what I mean? This is not that. Yeah, this isn't this a isn't, Jason Statham. Movie. Yeah, exactly. This isn't Transporter. This is, <laughs> this is a fucking art film that has a lot of violence in it. It's inspired but, by yeah, kung fu and films okay. and shit. Yeah, but this is not what, a fucking. What percentage of the runtime would you say that they're kicking kicking or sorting or any sort of what percentage would you just intuitively assign to kill bill yes total yes uh maybe 10 that is just untrue of fight scenes like of course there's (laughs) other violence but i don't consider like when she breaks in on michael madsen's character bud when she breaks into that and then he shoots her in the chest with a rock salt that's not an that's not a fight scene okay i'll grant you that but it's Mm -hmm. violent there's lots of those moments in the movie i snatch in fuck not a fight scene i mean you don't that's that's at the end that's at the end of the fight scene right yeah i would consider the fight scene but when pi may does it that's not a fight scene yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) no i agree yeah 
I agree with all of this. And even like the the first Pai Mei fight sequence where he's like laying a blow on me to mm-hmm. her, like that's not really a fight scene. Like it is a fight scene, but it's more it is character building. Like it's right. not just fighting for the sake of mm-hmm. entertaining the audience. It's character building. Right. And mm-hmm. and, and that actually um, I wouldn't typically like be like, oh, but there was like a lot of action in that one. I'm so far we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Well, like, but I'm not me... sure what movie you're watching if you're telling me that there's virtually anything going on except for travel to and execution of <laughs> murders. No, that is the movie. Yeah, that is, but that's what makes the movie so different than just a typical action movie. Is the there's the lack here's of the, other things? Here's the mission of the movie. <laughs> I'm gonna kill these five people. Right. I'm gonna go find them and kill them. Yeah. That is the movie. Yeah. But 10%? the way it, it's played out is a lot more artful, as Jabal would say. Ten percent of the time you think they're they're fighting. Well, the majority so the biggest longest fight scene is in part one where yes. she's she's fighting in the thing, which it happens like in, in like sixty minutes into the movie. Is she arrives yeah. at that thing, and the rest of the movie is that. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So that is like that takes up. Which your I remember, like when I think of Kill Bill, that is what I think like prior. But it's interesting throughout. Like it changes, mm-hmm. and like you know, it, the lighting changes. It goes from black and white back to color to and fucking blue. Sil- silhouette blue. Like mm-hmm. it's doing cool things. Mm-hmm. And and leading up to the crazy eighty eight fight, there's a lot of uh, one shots. Yeah, following yeah. different characters and shit. It's all very, very well done. Mm-hmm. Falling um, back and, sh- and she's in the uh, restroom or whatever. And, since it's, all, and it's all practical. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, holds the fuck up, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, it's just super fucking cool. Um, but yeah, part. Okay. So part one, there is a lot of, there's more cheese in part one than there is in part two, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like in the dialogue? Yeah, and the, like like, the dialogue is It like, starts off... I'll like, tell you my like, least favorite part of both movies is her and Vivica A. Fox in the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Because mm-hmm. and, and since it comes out of the gate with her, you, you sort of are like, oh, what am I watching? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get on guard. And then the movie... I mean, it's The way it gradually gets better and better and better it as it get goes... Better. Is fucking... First of all, the plotting... Quentin Tarantino is known for his out-of-order plotting. This, the plotting in this movie is so fucking tight it was Mm -hmm. my number one Mm -hmm. um thought compliment was wow this seems complicated it's not hard to follow and it's unraveling in an interesting way yeah to start the movie off with vivica a fox is the second person i'm killing yeah Yeah, chapter one two two, circle yeah Yeah. and then it's until the end of that chapter where you see right that she is number two and it's circled and like yeah i have the same thought i was Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not confusing but it's like unique mm-hmm. and it feels fresh and it feels non like gay and even <laughs> even like, about to say linear yeah non gay <laughs> taking the whole thing as a whole yeah the idea that you're going to go from her defeating the crazy 88 and killing lucy lou like the biggest action sequence mm-hmm. by far in the whole movie mm-hmm. or both of them combined yeah yeah to then her getting fucking laid out by this fucking bum piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Bud. Well, that yeah. did surprise me too because he seems like, which, you know, it's probably like the intention. He seems kind of like dopey and like mm-hmm. not really like uh, consumed with like. Well, he's the most regret, like the most like we've fucked up. 
out of all yeah. of them. He's mm-hmm. the one who has the, like the most remorse out of all of them. Right, but yeah. then like he doesn't. Well, he doesn't want to die. Chilling... That's the that's the thing. Yeah. He's, I am an assassin. I don't want to. Be, I don't. Yeah. I'm not just going to let her kill me. Right, but he, she, has, he doesn't feel but he bad. Doesn't... But he just he understands her more. Like, but yeah. he doesn't like, take like mercy with her or anything. Right, because he still is loyal to his brother. Oh, word. Um, who is Bill? Mm-hmm. So yeah, psychopath. And um, it, uh, what I had one other thing that I really wanted to just say before I ended the thing, and now I can't fucking remember what it was, but it was that, and then lots of the kicky action. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you guys about this, and I I noticed it a lot again in this first Vivica Fox thing, where it's like. I just feel like I, it sound, maybe it's always there. I mean, I know they add sound to fight things, oh, yeah. but this is like <laughs> swishy yeah. swishies, like comic book swishes, uh-huh. swish sounds yeah, that I fucking also hated. Right. Which is why if the whole movie was like that, it wouldn't be as good. If it was just a bunch mm-hmm. of fight sequences with the whoosh, whoosh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that, I agree. It's like, that's just Quinn's affinity for these kung fu movies yeah, exactly. that he really yeah, likes exactly. doing that shit. It's, yeah. it's a nod to yeah. a little too much of an homage so to... Like, if you're not into that, then of course it's going to be like, oh, that's a little gay, but he is doing an homage thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the dialogue that they say to each other is kind of whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very but whack. I think it's... It feels, feels very written. Yeah. Well, and Vivica A. Fox is like a terrible actor in this movie somehow. I, I don't mm-hmm. really know. She just is unpleasant <laughs> yeah yeah i agree yeah yeah it's funny well, i they all have they all get like the she's opportunity kind of snap snap ghetto-y but then like not and then oh it's weird yeah <laughs> yeah they all have the opportunity to kill her except for lucy lou lucy lou never has the opportunity to kill her but i was watching it and i was like oh every other one could have killed her Vivica A. Fox had the perfect opportunity. She just missed. Oh, yeah. When yeah. she shot. Fucking eye patch chick almost put the poison in her when she was in the right. coma. Didn't. Right. Michael Madsen buries her alive. He yeah. could have killed her at any point yeah. in that entire thing. But the only one that never gets. And Bill could have killed her because mm-hmm. he fucking had her or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, he t- tries to kill her <laughs> in the beginning. That's how it starts off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Lucy Lou never. I don't think there's had any... Had, like, she, the upper hand. Yeah, well, she sliced her and, like, knocked her down, but she mm-hmm. fucking... Beatrix stands up mm-hmm. and defends. I don't think there was ever a moment where she showed mercy. It was never mercy in the other cases. It was just... Unfortunate not, <laughs> for them. Not, Direction not to proceed. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I fucking love this movie. Uh, What else to say about it? Mm, there's lots to we say all prefer to part two. Oh yeah so there's so many things in part two that are so good first of all the pi may fucking training three inch punch yeah sequence mm-hmm. one of the tightest things in any yeah. movie ever yeah so fuck because it's one of the it's like okay i think about it a lot in my just <laughs> regular life just the fucking yeah i think about that a lot it's so fucking cool yeah it's so it's done so well yeah. Of like, let's show her getting just fucking losing. Mm-hmm. She fuck, she's fucked. Yeah. And you think, okay, well, she's obviously not going to lose. Mm-hmm. So someone's going to like find out and uh, like dig her out or something. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. She fucking gets out on her. Are you fucking kidding? I honestly yeah. don't know physics, physically, 
how that well so like okay i'll granted she punches her whatever mm-hmm. but then like how do you with the dirt wait yeah mm. i mean you just fucking you shimmy on through <laughs> but could i mean you would have to get the hole big enough without it filling and suffocating you well she was definitely suffocating like when she comes out she goes <gasps> well like, no mm-hmm. I, I know but like to get the hole big enough to get your body through without the dirt fo- like i feel like that would have to happen yeah it seems the, the way they're like it's shot it, it looks like she's riding the wave of the, the dirt starting to move into the uh as opposed to just laying on itself or whatever i don't know what i'm talking about but that's what it looks like it's not a ride i mean she's definitely cr- she's, she's crawling. crawling through it but i'm but saying she's the, riding the wave of now the soil's moving. Yeah, the, the sense of soil can now fill the coffin. There's, there's like pockets. There's give in, yeah. in, in the mm-hmm. hole. No, I understand that. I guess it's, it truly is the because she is um, toe to head mm-hmm. in this box. Yeah, and those are really the logistics that I don't understand. Just getting out of the box. Getting out of the box. She has, yeah, she definitely has to rip the board. Like once, not once to she. Breathe. Once she yeah. breaks through the board, you yeah, she breaks through the boards. Like she's ripping the boards open now. Right. It's but with it's, but all, it's right. ripping with all the weight, weight of, of the, dirt. the dirt. Yeah, but that's why no, she finds when she first she knocks solid, mm-hmm. solid, mm-hmm. hollow. She feels a hollow. So it's there's that once you get one give, and then once then it's it collapsed. Moves in, yeah, in once everything hand. starts moving, sure. then you I got just, a shimmy give. I think it is a shimmy little. Gimme. It's a bit of a stretch. No, but she's also Beatrix Cato. Yeah, she's unkillable. Unkillable, unkillable. Um, so that part, that part is fucking really cool. The there's so many things about fucking Partridge that I love. First of all, she doesn't even kill L. She only she leaves her to fucking yeah freak out. Blind. She's just blind now in the middle. And she doesn't kill Buck, which I I don't know actually. I saw, I thought about that after that scene. I'm like, yeah, I guess she basically is dead. Yeah. I mean, how the fuck do you get out of there? Well, yeah, yeah Michael Madsen lives you find way the fuck phone. out there. You find a cell phone with your ears, and there's and the black mamba's still <laughs> the black mamba's just still chilling in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, but she's also like she's a killer assassin. She'll probably find a way to live. Okay. You have to assume she lives. If I you're didn't. Not gonna show or die. I did not assume. We can't assume either way, I guess. But mm-hmm. she does. That's the thing that's cool about it, part two. Part one, she kills the number one and number two. Part two, she doesn't kill three or four. She doesn't kill yeah. L, and Bud gets killed by the Black Mamba, right? Which yep. is her. It's it technically is her. it is a little yeah. bit like he's still killed by a Black Mamba. Yeah, but but she says in the beginning of part two that I'm she she only kills one. She's like I'm on my way to kill the last one or whatever. It's on her way to kill Bill. Yeah, but she didn't say I only kill one in this whole movie. <laughs> she says something like that. She says something no, like she's I'm on my way to kill the last one on my list. Yeah. But she doesn't doesn't give you any information about No, it doesn't breeze. give you any information, but retrospectively it's like, uh She's only killing one she only kills the one. Does well, she kill anybody else in the movie? Well either way. He's the last one on her yeah, list. Yeah, you know, I know, but you're supposed to assume at that moment that she's just she already or she's just them. killed the other two. Especially cuz it's non-linear. Right. Yeah. She's not saying <laughs> She's not saying that 
I didn't. I decided not to kill the other two. Yeah, I'm just right. killing this last one. She didn't say that. No, I know. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I've, I guess I'd have to watch the scene again. But that's that's the feeling I got. Even just watching it, being like, why are we picking up right here? You know what I mean? Like, because I just it shows this that they were gonna fill in the gaps like they've been doing these jumpy yeah. jumpies. Because that's the way the yeah, first yeah. one starts. And then, forget it. No, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I don't not, remember. I don't remember exactly what she says. The movie's well, not linear, Jamal. Oh, not in order. Not in order. Oh, yeah. Anyway, spoiler alert. Um, the reveal when she sees her daughter for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uma Thurman's fucking yeah. Her performance in that fucking so is good. so good. Just her reaction to seeing, oh my yeah. kid's alive fucking tight genuinely moving yeah i mean it's like holy fuck and mm-hmm. it makes me want to be it's, it makes me upset that it's two movies because i feel like if you don't have it too don't put that scene in where that, b- at, at the, the end, end of kill bill one yeah the cliffhanger of him actually yeah. saying does she know that her yeah. daughter's still alive yeah take that out and then just have that be a full fucking twist yeah because that's a cool moment as far as like this whole movie has been way less fighty fighty than the first one it's been all mm. like cerebral you know yeah. all, all like yeah. fucking a game Survival. of chess of trying to fucking yeah. defeat the biggest fight scene game is her chest. against l in the fucking trailer yeah. which is a little cartoony with her uh-huh. i'm not i can't get the sword out yeah. of the sheath <laughs> because i'm hitting the walls of the yeah. trailer but um yeah and then her fucking going and now it's just like oh bill is a homebody guy yeah dad to mm-hmm. her kid, and it's like this fucking tet tet tet. Is that how you say that? <laughs> tet tet tet. Head to head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking love this movie. It's so good. Third best movie of Quentin Tarantino's, in my opinion. Number one is Death Proof. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I think no. it's only bested by Pulp Fiction and Django. Hmm. I have to reassess my list now. Because I also have them split up. I think it's that's one a mistake. Movie. Yeah. I think it is clearly one movie. I, I mean, cl- I don't think either of them could even come close to standing alone. I think if he made them separately, mm-hmm. then it's two. But it says he made them all mm-hmm. once. Yeah. It's one movie. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Is it's that not Dune? like did, did Denis already film all the Dune, or he's like, oh, I only got the budget to film this much, and it's mm, only based on the know. success of it that I'm able to make the part two. I don't know because I think he made it. There was an announcement like after the box office that they got the green light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's. Ha- I think that happened. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> so right after that, me and Jamal watched Death Proof. Yeah, which I'd never seen. So Jamal's now a completionist on the Quentin Tarantino front. Hi. Is there? And Death Proof is his ninth best. Yeah, I agree. Nine out, nine, nine out of nine. But it is dope. It is good. There's some th- there's there, there are things to like about it. Yeah, there's a lot of like just cool elements. It does chew the scenery a bit, as far as like uh-huh. it really like I am a fan of a lot of the meandering that Quentin Tarantino does with like yep. characters talking and the dialogue filling. Yeah. This does that to a degree that is, could be dialed back. Like sure. That. Sure. This movie could be 20 minutes shorter. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, it, it's like almost it could be a short. Hours. It could be a short, honestly. But yeah, two. I think it is cool that it is, you know, building up to like what is going to be the cool thing that happened. Then boom, mm-hmm. halfway into the movie, you get that, and then it's a, re- a reset button on the movie. Yeah, and you see it happen with a different group of people. Yeah, um, that is cool. The ending is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting is okay. Yeah, it, it's, it's hit, hit or, or miss, miss for sure. Um, for sure. But a lot of it is intentional. Some of it, I think, is unintentional. Mm-hmm. Well, one, it's because he cast fucking Uma Thurman's real stunt double to fucking be the oh, actress. Oh, yeah. And she's not a great actress. Yeah. But she's a cool, she's a very good stunt person. So that whole mm-hmm. sequence is thrilling. She's yeah. doing that for real. Yeah. Um, what else? Death Proof. Kurt Russell's great. Mm-hmm. He's the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Kurt Russell is like some legitimately hilarious moments in the yeah, movie yeah yeah when all of a sudden when he gets when it flips at, on him a little bit just at all yeah which doesn't make much sense because he is he does get banged up hella bad in the first car crash yeah but you don't see him though yeah so he's probably is the same way but if he's such a pussy with pain like i'm not saying it doesn't hurt to get shot in the arm uh-huh. but the way that he's acting is sort of like you should probably, well, you've never, yeah, experienced this before. Yeah, he's like, God, God, oh, man. Because yeah. oh. <laughs> like, they're just like, at that point in the movie, he's just building it up to be like, this guy's a bitch. We're going to fucking yeah, fuck yeah, him over because yeah, yeah. he's a fucking cunt of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> but they never returned to Elizabeth Winstead or whatever. Oh, yeah. she's No, she's dead. <laughs> she's raped and <laughs> she's dead. She's raped and dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Death Proof. Death Proof. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it as the Grindhouse feature. Yeah, I still haven't seen you Planet even Terror. Even. Planet Terror was is the more entertaining film. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch Grindhouse, because mm-hmm. Death Proof is more of a fucking wait. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, and there were really cool shots in it. You know what I mean? I just yeah. wasn't expecting that going in. Just everything I'd heard about Grindhouse. Uh huh. I thought it was especially the end. The way it starts. It starts like really grainy. Uh-huh. film stock or whatever and then it switches yeah when halfway goes, through and yeah. it's like oh shit okay. it's just like a real movie yeah, yeah. and the then like half. but even in like the chase scene there's like that slow pan down and there's like the i don't the, it's like a water pump big water pump thing or something I don't, you know what i'm talking about oh the oil there's oil yeah yeah that yeah. thing and as they're coming down the hill in the background i'm like this is tight this is fucking yeah. super sick I, it's quentin tarantino what yeah. are you gonna do exactly. he's one of the best yeah what the fuck are you gonna do what are you gonna do about it dude so you had your own fucking showcase you wanted to talk about? No, that was the showcase. What? We watched it on Showtime, but in the corner it said showcase <laughs> for Death Proof. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to I thought you were going to I did do a show or something. Yeah, no. some comedy stuff. No. Nope. Fuck. We can talk about the roast panel again if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess that I I could talk tell you about the untold documentaries I watched over this past oh, week. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah last week I watched Bad Titeo. And I watched, uh, what was yes. the other one I watched? Um, Mouse of Pals. Oh, yeah, Mouse of Pals. Um, I watched Flagrant Foul, which goes into the fucking ref who was gambling on the basketball games, basketball ref. Mm-hmm. I was okay. Okay. No. He still stands by. He's like, I never fixed games. Oh, okay. He just had insider information because he got fucking, you know, whatever like uh arrested <laughs> so and had to pay he only paid like fucking fifty thousand oh. dollars 
And they're like, he's like, that's all as, as much as I made, like I only made $50,000 or whatever. I don't know. I can't remember exactly mm. what the punishment was, but completely full of shit, this guy. Oh yeah. And he's like talking to me, he's like, I never fixed. And they're like, subconsciously you had to at least fix yeah. the games. Like you were reffing games you were betting on. How right. is that not a conflict mm-hmm. of interest? He goes like, no, I always to a T would ref. <laughs> and in his defense, his record does show that his calls, like they can go back and be like, how accurate were uh, our okay. refs calls? And his are like in the upper echelon of accuracy. Oh, wow. So it is like That's in, weird. His, in his defense. And he's saying the only thing that he did that was shameful was that he knew things like, oh, this player is sick. Yeah. Or this player is like the coach. He like hears things about the coach telling the players like, yo, we're, right. we're not going to play this guy as much. Like, or whatever. Mm. Or like, he knows like this ref over here has a grudge against this guy. Like he knows that sort of information. And it just panned out like somewhere around like 75% of the bets that they were placing he was winning. So it was an edge over 50, yeah. 50 odds. Um, and he was like involved with the mob, like giving them these picks. So whatever that was that. So then I was like, Oh yeah. Fucking sports gambling and betting. I was in that zone. So right after that, I, I watched uncut Jets. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what I, that's the feeling I had in my heart. Or yeah. Yeah. The whole Kevin, yeah. Kevin Garnett. Where he's yeah. Like Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, <laughs> Kevin Gar- Hartnett. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He has the stone. He's like, I'm putting up 50 today or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uncut gems is fun. It's not, it's not like, hella good yeah that's what i remember about it i remember being like a fun ride but it's not like incredible <laughs> you know it's, it is, it's it, a fun it, ride though yeah. yeah yeah it's not like i like good time better i think yeah i think good time's a better movie yeah and then this one is just like watch this piece of shit mm-hmm. just have a life that no one would ever want <laughs> yeah of just I mean, back same, to back. Same with good time, though, I guess. Yeah, that's just the safety bros. That's, yeah. that's their MO, I guess. Yeah. It's like, let's stress you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other untold doc I watched was the fucking <laughs> The Rise and Fall of And One, all basketball uh-huh. related. Which I saw that I was like, oh, that would be interesting because yeah, and one I remember anyone it was fucking huge. Yeah, and one was like the tightest thing, and then it's like whatever happened to it. So I, was oh, like, I didn't know it went away. I didn't know either until I saw the title of this documentary <laughs> and fall. I was like, oh, yeah. oh. I want to know what happened to it. Yeah. So I watched this, and immediate fucking memories coming back of like all the street ball shit that they and one popularized. Like a lot of people in like New York and stuff, there's all these street players that no one knew about, never made it to the NBA, but there's a whole culture of street ball of like, we're, we're, we don't care. We don't care about winning. We're just going to do like the coolest fucking shit. And then they fucking make NBA street. The video game is mm-hmm. basically all based on these people that do this stuff. And, you know, skip to my Lou hot sauce, the professor, like all these guys that are like hella mm-hmm. good at just doing tricks on people. Skip to my Lou. Um, and so it's like they and one, they got in the game like, oh, let's make a cool basketball. This is three white guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's make a cool fucking marketing thing. Uh-huh. It started just with like the T-shirts of like the guy being like trash talk and being like, oh, man, like uh-huh. your mama is worse than my ride or whatever. Sure. Whatever the fuck the thing was. <laughs> They're all basketball related, you know, like yeah. your shot is about as good as uh, vaccine shots. or You know, yeah, I, I, I can't know. remember any of them. Yeah. But. 
that's how it started. And those, and it was semi-successful. And then like, well, let's create a shoe. If you want to be in the basketball well, game, you, you have to have a shoe. Yeah. So they got a shoe and then they got, a, I think it's Stefan Marbury. Oh. Who was like going to be like the next MJ. Like he was like, he was come drafting the NBA. Like this is the next sweet hotness guy. Didn't work yeah. out. I see. He, they got him. He's wearing their shoe. And they're like, this is like, this is going to be everything. Mm-hmm. That game, he oh, fucking shit. goes up. He lands like Ooh. right on his heel after like like a bad fall mm-hmm. and just breaks his like Achilles and shit. And he's out. Yeah. Fucking. And then uh, they're just showing like all the news and stuff. You just showing see their shoe, shoe yeah. with, with a broken foot. And they're like, we're fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that happened. And so they kind of disappeared. And that's why they switched. They switched gears and like, let's really go into this street ball thing. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be cool with street ball. Yeah. And so they fucking hired all these guys. To tell them what was cool? The or white they, guys like, hired the black guys? Yeah. Where they first, they, they created these Smart. VHS tapes of like, here are like these cool tricks. And then it started getting really popular, like almost like the skate scene or whatever yeah. of like these guys doing cool shit. And like th- these celebrity figures, hot sauce. When they got hot sauce, that's when it all changed. Hot sauce is like the guy. Okay. And fucking had the coolest moves and shit. Mm-hmm. And so then they got a tour bus and they put all these guys on the tour bus and they started like, oh, we're coming to your city. Like, see if you can beat these guys. And it was uh, like this whole movement. Dope. And they got super popular. And then um, money ruins everything. We're like, mm-hmm. these guys are like, you're not paying. Like, these guys have like, some of them only $15,000 contracts and stuff. Like, oh, shit. Like really low. Yeah. And which made sense at first. But then once it got really popular, they were like, you got to pay us more. And so mm-hmm. a lot of fights started breaking out. Like the head guys are eating like filet mignon and stuff, but like mm-hmm. they're just giving these guys like boxes of pizza and stuff. Like, oh, okay. They're like, we're the talent, like all this stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so there's like uh that happened. And then the lead, the lead guy the, of the three white guys, there was one like genius. He's sort of like an autistic guy. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who was like, he like designs all their shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's not even a designer, no background in it at all. He's just sort of like a workaholic guy. He worked like fucking all the time never yeah. stopped and designed their shoes and everything and like was like basically beating nike like they were beating nike with like one percent of staff that nike had. nike mm-hmm. is like this huge conglomerate and fucking yeah. just dominating and then and this guy's like i'm gonna figure out how to make the best shoe and i'm gonna spend all my time doing it yeah, just like let's just make a cool shoe, and he came up with these. They're really cool shoes. The one shoes, like when he started designing them, they're like these two tone shoes. Like if you look at it, one side it looks like it's a red shoe, the other side it's white. Like that was all his like idea and okay. stuff. But it's like this is like everyone wanted like lines out the door, Foot Locker trying to get these shoes, and then he finally he's like, I got to retire because I'm killing myself. Like he's mm. lost like all this weight, super gaunt. Like he's not mm. eating or anything. He's just working all the time. He's and his solution guy. is to be like, I'm just going to stop altogether. Something like that. That's yeah, he wild. Just, he's like, I'm done. Like I did enough or whatever. So he, somebody commits suicide when he leaves, after that. Yeah. Their stock <laughs> yeah. plummets or whatever. Oh, <laughs> also like they got fucked because Nike then basically stole their idea. Nike, I don't know if you remember Morgan, you probably don't, Jamal, because it's probably before your time, but I hell to remember. Nike came out with this commercial where it was like, like these guys dribbling and doing like cool moves, like a black background and all these guys like passing the ball to each other. like And it's like making a beat with all these dribbles and like, it's like, it was a hell of fucking huge, like viral campaign, sort of a fucking street ball, like Nike, like, oh yeah, it's super cool. Like, yeah, yeah. And they uh, fucking, 
now everybody wanted like Nikes. Like, oh, Nikes just, you know, it's the same thing. And like not realize like, and one, like, they're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. You just fucking stole our idea. Yeah. Like, this is where we had the mar- market cornered. And I could, like, is like, we'll take that. Yeah. Um, anyway. Go ahead and take that. Yeah. It's interesting stuff, man. So they just sort of fucking faded out because all the players are like, we don't want to fucking do this anymore. And then streetball kind of just entered the NBA. Like, before and one and streetball, the NBA was real kind of buttoned up, like oh, fundamentals and all this mm-hmm. stuff. After that, like, you see it now. Oh, in the yeah. Everyone does, like, they want to see people's ankles get broken and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all because of this. It's all because streetball became, like, part of it. And, mm-hmm. like, NBA players were showing up at these streetball events that were, at first, free. Like, you just show up in fucking Rutgers Park or whatever in New York City and just fucking thousands of people <laughs> watching these games because like they can't afford like just a bunch of broke people who can't afford to go to the nba game they're just gonna watch these fucking local guys yeah and it's like it was really cool like grassroots sort of <laughs> yeah. thing that uh, then, that sounds tight. then got out of hand are these all on netflix you're watching yeah or watch them after i talk about them and then <laughs> yeah. after that i was like what other ones because another none of the other ones seemed interesting to me i was like what other mm-hmm. ones do i want to watch I was looking at other, I was like, what do they got? This is, you know, watch a Disney Plus. You know, let me look at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked at, I scrolled through the Ebony section and I was like, oh, the Book of Manning. <laughs> you know the Book of Manning? Mm-hmm. And at first I thought the Book of Manning was like a 30 for 30. But no, it's like made by just some douche. Oh, and I watch, because as soon as I start playing it, I mean, I was about, I was three seconds from turning it off. Yeah. Because it, all it was was fucking Archie Manning jogging like now who's the their dad okay elaine payton and cooper's dad no one cares about Cooper. yeah yeah uh <laughs> archie manning who played at ole miss in college and he is it's present day he's just running like on the side of like you know whatever mm-hmm. picturesque rivers and stuff and he's an old man running they're just showing it and the song they're playing is you gotta turn the page you gotta turn the page and it's cutting to like a scene like of like a close-up of a hand like turning a page page. and like an album and stuff it's like this is it's just bad filmmaking yeah yeah corny as fuck it reminded me of like you gotta believe 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 which is great filmmaking (laughs) yeah Uh and there's a netflix doc not doc but a series now i saw that yeah because i sent it in snapchat like i was like what it Hella looks gay. so bad. I know. I can't even remember all the things I was going to bring up about it, but it, it, uh, everything about the commercial is super, super, super wild. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> come on. And you know, they're going to like throw villains in there and stuff. Yeah. Right? It's like, this is going to be bad. And yeah. it was like nine episodes or something. Or like... It's a perfect like example of watch the documentary. Like there doesn't need to be why any other. Would, yeah. Why would you ever watch this series over the documentary? I can't even. There's no reason to watch both. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. It's like there's no like the. First of all, there's no fiction that needs to be lent to the story, and the fact that there isn't is why it's a dope. Yeah. So right. like I'm never gonna watch the walk. What's that? Right, the, the right. fucking Joseph Gordon-Levitt being uh, what oh. Felipe, Felipe, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. doing the the wire walk across right. the Twin Towers. Why would you ever watch that? Right. Man on the Wire yeah. is one of the best documentaries ever made. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Book of Man, and then so right before I turn it off, I hear John Goodman's voice. He's the narrator oh. for this documentary. Yeah, okay, so I'm like, okay, this, let's see if it's uh-huh. if it gets if they got John Goodman. Mm-hmm. It's got to be good, man. 
and it, it doesn't really get good. Okay. And in fact, it's infuriating because it's only their college careers, which they don't tell you up front. What the fuck? So you don't see any fucking footage. Yeah. You see a bunch of college footage, which Eli Manning was the fucking man in college. Okay. He fucking like broke. So Archie went to o- Ole Miss uh-huh. and then Peyton went to Tennessee, which was like a huge like big deal. Ole Miss was like, what the fuck? You were supposed to get him to go to Ole Miss. Okay. Because Ole Miss is like failing as a school. Uh-huh. They didn't, they weren't good since Archie. Like Archie Manning was like hella good. And then Peyton Manning went to Tennessee, dominated in Tennessee. And then when Eli came to go to college, <laughs> he went to Ole Miss and it was like, okay, we're all good now. And Eli fucking killed it at Ole Miss. Okay. Fucking so good. And then they don't show any of their NFL careers. Yeah. Which is the reason why they're even talking about them in, to begin with. So. Yeah. I mean, cool. like, obviously they killed but it. This in is college, just book right? one. Isn't that, um, isn't that implied by making it to the NFL? What? That you killed it in college? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is this show called again? It's called The Book of Manning. The Book of Manning. Eli. Manning. Yeah, exactly. You have well, the book of Peyton, the book of Archie, and the book of Eli. Yeah. <laughs> and there's an epilogue about Cooper. <laughs> the book of Eli. Um, laughs, when, laughs when you say it. Well, it's all about delivery, it's all right. Morgan. It's okay. It's all about the delivery. <laughs> it is timing. Timing is everything. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get there, buddy. <laughs> all right. So then one more thing I watched, I'll talk about real quick, is I watched this fucking documentary called Eat the Rich. Like the story of GameStop, which is a new Netflix documentary. <laughs> it's untold. The story of GameStop. That's I don't think that's the full subtitle. Isn't it the GameStop um how market the game, how the game crash or the GameStop like that how everybody Debacle. bought the yeah, stock? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which I didn't really know much about it when it happened. I remember it happening, mm-hmm. but I don't remember like mm-hmm. what was the big deal or how did it how what were the mechanics of it yeah you know i wasn't the major it, um it was all on a subreddit where they talk about trying to squeeze the market or whatever and they all just decided to fucking buy the same stock and then right so here's the thing that's is that a fart uh, no that's no, just my chair god damn so stinky that's the thing though it's like when like if you don't know about what actually like the sequence of events you're like it's some, something to do with that yeah what you're saying yeah. but the way it plays out is actually kind of interesting it's an interesting documentary um which it should be a movie yeah. but instead they just divided it into three people like the limited series they divide it into three episodes that are yeah. like 30 to 40 minutes each yeah people prefer that that doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense yeah like it does make sense like like I guess how they group each episode, like mm-hmm. timing wise, like oh this is when this you know there's a cliffhanger and then uh-huh. the next picks up, but it's like that's just you know act one, act two, act three of a documentary. Yeah, what are you doing? And then <laughs> you you realize it's really like you know it's, they give Robinhood the you know the stock buying app. Mm-hmm. It's the reason Robinhood exists, and then it sort of sets up this whole thing happening, which it does not exist. I mean, or they have new rules to where like. Regular users can't, don't have as much freedom as they used to. I don't know anything about that, but like the Robin Hood, we all know what Robin Hood is, mm-hmm. right? The fucking, you can trade stocks without fees. Yeah. Why? Um, 
But the way that their app works, it's like gamified or it like really draws. It's it's meant to keep users engaged with it. Like the same, like a lot Facebook or whatever. Yeah. It's all yeah. using the same psycho psychology to keep people using it. Lucy's having a great time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so they're given, they're given, this is like, like, people are talking shit about that. Like, oh, it's like a fucking manipulative or whatever. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, yeah, but you guys are making this a series of three episodes that you're, you're playing the same game. Yeah. You're writing the, oh, it's more yeah. popular to do series. Like, people are going to watch it if it's a series of right. little bite, bite-sized chunks yeah. versus a doc. You did the same thing. Same so shit, fucking don't. don't. Also, like, I mean, isn't that what all sales in any company fucking yeah marketing marketing is? research yeah yeah it's <laughs> to get people to buy and like stay engaged with your product yeah yeah it's wild. Quit, quit whining you're done <laughs> but yeah I guess real quick I could recap if if, if you guys are interested in knowing mm -hmm. what happened mm -hmm. I could try and recap it quick. Hit me with it. Um, so basically what happened is, so these hedge funds, they'll short a stock if they think it's going to fail, if a company's going to go out of business or whatever. Like you'll short Blockbuster because then the more that Blockbuster sucks, uh, the more it's going to help you. And the way shorting works is just like, oh, you sell a stock. Like somebody is using you as a hedge fund mm -hmm. to handle your their money and they own a stock in GameStop and you say oh I'm going to sell this stock to this other guy at a fucking loss or whatever yeah because I'm counting on the stock going down because I think and then I can failing. and then I can buy the stock back at a cheaper price than what I had at, at it before and then just give the person the they have the same number of stocks like whatever mm -hmm. like I had one stock and now but the hedge fund is like it's hard to explain. Like the fucking hedge fund now has the difference. Like they keep the difference in whatever it was when they bought the stock back. It's the same for the original owner of the stock, mm -hmm. but the hedge fund, since they sold it they and then bought it They actually got cash and then they only had to spend some cash to Right. Get... If you buy a stock at $10, yeah. you own that stock at $10. Yeah. So the hedge fund says, I'm going to take that stock. I'm going to sell it for eight. Yeah. You as the person who owns the original stock didn't, didn't sell Right. So you still own it at 10, but they sell it for less mm -hmm. and the, or they sell it and then they buy it back as it tanks. Mm -hmm. So they sell, they buy it back for way cheaper mm -hmm. and then they just give you this, the stock back at what you fucking bought it for, but they keep the difference mm -hmm. from what they sold it. So right. it's like, they're just profiting off mm -hmm. failure. So that's really great if the fucking company takes, but it's an infinite amount of money that you could be paying at the... Like if you sell the stock out and then all of a sudden that company starts to go up, mm. now there's no limit to how much you're going to lose yeah. because the company, that stock could keep going up and you have to buy it back because you owe it you to the original, own, you don't yeah. own it. So you're you have, yeah, you have to buy it back. Yeah. So it could go like skyrocket and like, fuck, right. yeah, your yeah. losses can just go up and up and up and up and up. So that was the idea behind what happened with GameStop. Every, they were just like, GameStop's going to be the next blockbuster. We're shorting the fuck out of it. Mm -hmm. And then... Reddit was like, let's fuck you guys over. Except that's that's oversimplifying because Reddit is not a person. Well, And you it's can't like, coordinate. It's like it's uncoordinatable to be like, everyone do it. Like, And there's regulations against market manipulation, which they go into later, which is like, it's the hardest thing to prove. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but what happens is, 
it's, it all starts with a spark. Like the guy who owns Chewy.com. Okay. Who is, it's like an Amazon for dog food and shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Damn. That, Meat, which you can also buy on Amazon. <laughs> <get> on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they're super successful. Like they have like a good, yeah. like they've beat Amazon in lots of metrics and stuff. For dog food. Probably for like, yeah, for pet products. For, sure, a, for right a niche brand of dog yeah. food that Amazon doesn't carry. <laughs> they they tout them as a really great company, apparently. Sure. Like they fucking send flowers when your dog dies oh, and wow. stuff. Like oh. whatever. That's kind of sweet. So. Uh, I think it's fucking weird. Stay out of my life. <laughs> company. Uh, they That owner bought like $7 million or like a 10% share in GameStop or something. And then, like you know, these tr- these day traders or whatever, these people who don't work for companies, they're just like guys who own the R- Robinhood app. Yeah, like oh, I just want to do this. Some of them like get really, they do the research, and yeah. like some kids or whatever, they bought. This this guy called like Roaring Kitty, who's he had a YouTube channel or whatever, and he started talking about it. Like little things sparked people's interest. Like oh, GameStop, like I think it'll be. I think it's going to do fine or whatever, like for whatever reason, because that guy bought a bunch of shares. It's like, Oh, let me try and bet on it and buy all mm-hmm. these things. And then people started catching on. Like it started to be like, Ugh. and because of that Reddit page, mm-hmm. fucking wall street bets or whatever is what yeah. it's called. They, it caught fire. Like people posting about like, here's like, here's my fucking theory on what's going to happen with GameStop. I'm buying a bunch of stocks. So other people are like, well, maybe I'll do that too. Mm-hmm. And so it starts to go up. And then you get people like Mark Cuban or whatatever being like, oh, I'm buying Game GameStop. So a lot of other people are like, okay, like, okay. Yeah. And so once it goes up a little bit, and then you start to hit this threshold. And then, because the hedge funds, they still aren't buying their shit back. They're just letting it, yeah. like, oh, this is just a market trend. It's a phase. And then it's a phase. It'll, yeah. yeah. But what you it's, want it's to happen. It's the weather, not the climate. Yeah, but yeah. what you want to happen as the person who's buying the stock, who's like counting on it not failing but succeeding, uh-huh. is you want all of a sudden to hit that critical point where they're like, oh, fuck, it's not going back down. We have to sell. Because once they all start, oh, we have to buy it buy back. Buy it back. Because they, they buy start, their, their Now shares. all those huge companies who yeah. are buying all that shit back fucking jacks the price way up. It's called mm. the squeeze. That's the squeeze. Mm. So it's not until Elon Musk... Uh, tweets out Gabe Stonk with like an N uh-huh. Gabe Stonk like, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like oh shit so that everyone's buying fucking GameStop and then it starts to go up and then the squeeze happens yeah. and all these book and as the squeeze happened GameStop like all these people bought GameStop at like $6 a share it jacks up to like $500 a share and at that moment Robin Hood uh, fucking shuts their shit down they shut down the buy option for GameStop which is fucking not cool. You can still sell, but all of a sudden the buy is uh, yeah inactive. You can't buy it anymore. Not cool to um, basically limit normal people so Which that your other, fucking hedge fund people won't. Yeah. Which Robinhood at first seems really cool. Oh, we can tr- buy all these things, mm-hmm. stocks, without having to pay that fee for every single transaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what the fee does is makes it... Uh, unbiased yeah who you're buying like how those transactions mm-hmm. are actually happening yeah like e-trade e-trader or whatever all those other ones they're not going to inactivate because they don't they don't have a stake in the game they get their money from the transaction fees yeah right. that's how they get paid right Robinhood. how does Robinhood make money they fucking are owned by this 
head hedge big hedge fund, fund yeah. who's processing all these trades who get paid based on the number of trades that are happening. Mm. And so it's like, okay, but the thing of the thing about which is fine. They get paid. They're the ones who are until taking the, hedge the thing fund is losing until the hedge fund turns out they have a bunch of shorted stock in GameStop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a conflict of interest there. Yeah. The fucking buy button is inactivated. And so right after that moment, the fucking, cause now the only option is to sell yeah. or hold. And the fucking, that's when it peaked out and it starts dropping. This price starts to drop. And then they did an investigation and the owner of Robin hood is like, well, yeah, I think I did everyone a favor. Like, I gave everyone the option to sell right when it was at its peak price. Right. And it's like, you fucking... Guaranteeing the hedge fund gets to buy it back at a lower cost. No, but also like the the fucking gall that he has to be like, it was at its peak price. Yeah, because you fucking... That's where you, you stopped shut the it. shit down. It was yeah. going to keep going up if you yeah. didn't do that, you yeah. fucking piece of shit. No, it's yeah. really shady shit. It's super shady. And then they say like... Like they're like... They, there's a bunch of lying going on with like the owner of the guy who owns basically a huge stake in Robin Hood uh-huh. who he's like there was no communication we didn't tell him to inactivate the buy mm-hmm. fuck off and it wasn't until after that they found emails yeah. 100% yeah. they're fucking full of shit these are bad people um but yeah yeah that's wild yeah you know you just cuz the whole idea is like oh Robin Hood like you can fucking Make money just like the big corporations if you fucking play it smart. And they're like, oh, actually, no, you can't. Actually, this is going to be really scary if for this, us. If this so. benefits you, then we're not going to let you do it. But it's funny because there's a, there's a good twist at the end of the movie. Limited doc, series. Limited series. <laughs> docuseries. Where they do make a good point about like everyone wants to like fuck over the hedge funds. Like it became this thing. It's like the little guy's actually winning in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Oh, when it all comes down to it, the big guys have all the power or whatever, but they do make a good argument about how like people hate on hedge funds, but who puts their money in hedge funds? Like a lot of these hedge funds are like people with like, like nonprofit bank. charities and like all these other things. It's not just a bunch of fucking rich guys getting richer. Like there's also like good companies doing good things. And like people who like, I don't know if like 401ks factor into it, but there's a lot of people who trust in hedge funds to invest their money wisely mm-hmm. so they don't have to. Yeah. It's just kind of fucking unethical to change the rules all of a sudden when it's not convenient for Ed, for right, any yeah. one person. Oh well, yeah, sure. No, what they did was highly illegal. But I'm saying like yeah. to like just fuck over hedge funds in general, which is oh, what the, the yeah, sentiment was when, right. when the thing was happening. Yeah. Right. It was like, yeah. wait, wait. <laughs> like we want to just blow the system. Right. Up. I mean, it sounds like it, it's not not good economically. <laughs> in mm-hmm. to, yeah. But I don't know. I'm not an economist. I'm just saying it's not it's not as black and white of as course people make not. it out to, to be. Anyways, yeah. it's a, it was I, I, I that was pretty good. You hedge your bets with the hedge fund, me. Um, it's time for read, fellas. Sorry, Andy. You read a scary book. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I read last the last house on Needless Street. Um, I like this book. Should I read it? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> like I Jesus. I mean I don't know that it's one where I'm like oh shit like I'm so glad I read this book like it was good and enjoyable and I don't really even have like 
many qualms about it. I just, I don't know what your, your upcoming stack looks like and how much you want to read that. Like, it's like, yeah, if you're looking for something that's... I'm not kinda... saying, like, should I, should I cut the line? Should I drop everything? Um, sure, yes. You, should, you can read it. All right, I'll read it. You can read what do you it. give it out of five stars? You know, it's... I think I give it three and a half to four um, because it it is it's hard, I think. I don't read a lot of like horror thriller stories, mm-hmm. but um, I get the vibe that they're kind of it's hard to make them like surprising and interesting and not formulaic and like um Mm. i found that while this does use a you know use a a theme that is very heavy in the in the horror genre uh a component of it it is done in a way where it doesn't feel like tired and, Mm. and overdone word and I thought it was going to be this thing where they were just going to like, because you kind of get, you think you have an idea of what might might be part of it. And like, I'm like, oh, what they're going to do is like, it's going to, they're just going to throw shit at the wall at the end and make it like, oh, you could have never seen it coming because we're just going to make it fucking impossible for you. The AI wrote the ending to the book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't think it was, I think it was, um, I think it didn't go off the rails in that way. Word. I think it was nice. decently done. Speaking Word. about the horror genre, do you think I feel like because Halloween's around the corner, we mm-hmm. should do something a horror movie related. Okay. It'd be cool if we but I don't know if that should be next week or the week after. I don't know if we should time it that way, closer to Halloween. But um there's definitely a few horror movies I have in my head that I want to see, and it's a good mm. excuse to watch Barbarian. Yeah, um, that Wait Until Dark, which was a recommend by yeah, my father dark. and myself. <laughs> and uh, then uh, Wait Until Dark. And then I bought Black Audrey Phone. Happened. I had yeah. I own Black Phone on Voodoo. I bought it. Oh hell yeah! Hi. I've been wanting to see this, so Tight. I haven't watched it. Yet. It was just it was on sale, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll pick it up. Tight. But, but yeah. it's the same time I bought Uncut Gems. Because nice. Uncut Gems was on Netflix forever, and then now, now it's, it's not. not. Wow, you wanted to watch it that bad. Same with huh? Kill Bill on fucking HBO yeah. Forever. We decided to watch it on October first. Mm-hmm. Soft the fucking same with Death platform. Proof. Same with Death Proof. Death Proof was on Netflix. Yep. Uh, All these places. I mean, it's like how the they, it's the algorithm, y'all. Yeah. It's the algorithm, man. Um, I read The Crying of Lot Forty Nine. Which is a brawl top. and sell Bronx. Brock. Brawl and sell Brock. Ball and sell Brock. 41. Um, there's a Thomas Pynchon novel, which Thomas Pynchon, <laughs> for those who don't know. I think Lucy thinks that we're like talking, talking back to, to her now. Yeah. Because yeah. she's like she's really. all smiles. She's over all here. smiles. And she thinks that we're. Because what we do with her, for the listeners is, you know, babies, they start to use their voice and you have these mm-hmm. little mini conversations with them mm-hmm. where they're not saying shit, but you're <laughs> you're, you're leaving pauses English. like a yeah. conversation would. Yeah. And I think she's now just decided that this is where we all sit and have a four-way conversation. Yeah, yeah. she's learning how conversation works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's going to be talking in no time at all the podcasting. Anyway, it's very cute. It's super adorable. 
And then so Thomas Pynchon. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's not like she said back to you. You're like, Thomas Pynchon. Tommy <laughs> Pynchon. <laughs> Her first words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's the author of, I don't know if you ever heard of Gravity's Rainbow. Nope. Mm, it's like maybe. regarded as like a master no. police. Master police. Master police. <laughs> master police. <laughs> of like whatever. I prefer the term um main or parent. Okay, don't get into that. Okay. But we have uh it's it's supposed to be like one of the best novels ever written, but master is a bad word. But oh, it's yeah. also it's also like uh like uh what am I trying to say? Widely regarded as like impossible to understand like so gravity's like, rainbow yeah like so dense and like no one really knows what it means mm-hmm. like, you have to be like Those super smart fucking mm-hmm. books to read no. right it's like that's infinite the reason why i never watched like i would <laughs> same with infinite jest but yeah. gravity's rainbow even above that oh, okay. like they're like gravity's rainbow makes infinite jest look like fucking dr seuss or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so, it looks like they're infinite gravity's rainbow jester. makes infinite jest like look like a look shit like a, on my chest <laughs> <laughs> look like a jest look like they wrote it in jest <laughs> yeah Okay. There's something there. I'm setting something you up. There. I'm something setting there. you up for something. Yeah. Anyways, so as a good, <laughs> as a good like doorway into Thomas Pynchon, people recommend like start with the Crying of Lot Forty Nine because it's only 150 pages, yeah. which is Gravity Rainbow is like 700 or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll read the Crying of Lot Forty Nine, see if it's fucking something. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, I get it. He's not that hard to understand. Yeah. I get this, yeah. this guy's kind of good. Yeah. And let me tell you, I don't fucking know what the fuck is happening in this book, dude. <laughs> That sucks. Like it's like a lady who's who's has to execute on a will from a guy who died, and then she goes down this rabbit hole of like a conspiracy with stamps and shit. There's something extra. It sucks. There's something extra (laughs) frustrating about that shit in in a book too, because like it sucks when that happens in movies. Where like, what the fuck is going on? But like in a book, you think it's your fault. Yeah, it's the inherent vice. It's the inherent vice of books. Where I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I'm not following what's happening. Like, did I? Is it? Did I daydream a part that like you know, and I wasn't following as closely as I should have? And then you like start to be like, oh, I do. I need to pay more attention to to this book that I don't like. Like, fuck. Right, and like sometimes there's like yeah. humorous things happen between characters. It's like, but I, do I even care? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't understand what's like happening. Like yeah. things are like like wild things are happening, and then it just gets to the end where I kind of understand where it's like at the very end, she's at a fucking auction and they're uh, they're selling the stamp, and it's it's lot forty nine is the is the what they're gonna auction off is it's lot forty nine with the stamp. Okay, and then what they call. Uh, the auctioneer, he called, he cries for it, is what they call it. like, hey, you, you, uh, ten dollars, twelve dollars. It's called crying. So that's that's you don't. It's not till the very end of the book where you understand what the title means. It's the crying of Lot Forty Nine. That's how it ends. Mm. Like she's like watching. Like apparently there's like a guy who's gonna buy that stamp who showed up who's gonna who's part of the conspiracy. It's fucking whack, man. Yeah, it sounds uh, whack as hell. It's fucking crazy. Mm. I'm like, I'm not reading Gravity's Rainbow anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wild. Let's pick out the challenge. Let's do it. <sighs> Is that all we had to talk about? Um, I we went still to, talk I, about. We still talk about things. I uh, I don't have anything. I, I saw just... two shows. I went. I oh saw, yeah, you saw the gorillas. I saw the gorillas, and I saw this band called Moderat. Okay, are you gonna get a Moderat tattoo or a gorillas <laughs> tattoo? Probably gorillas. Oh, I thought you were gonna say moderate, like a moderate, like a moderate, like a moderate. That's probably that's how they got a nice their name. Conservative tattoo, <laughs> a moderate, no moderate. Like, oh, they're not too moderate. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're playing with the word moderate, like Morgan was saying. Probably. 
Like we don't, did they give it their political opinions on anything? Big time. <laughs> you know, the artists do. Well, tell us about the show. <laughs> 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 I faked them all out with yeah, the cards. You're going to hand me the cards. Come on, come on, man. Hey, tell us about the show. <laughs> uh, Moderat's like, it's like electronic, like IDM, but really like What's cinema- IDM? Intelligent dance. It's like EDM, but it's oh, but it's more. It's like <laughs> intelligent Tom, dance. That's what they call it. That is the funniest thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. It's like Lupe Fiasco would rap. He's intelligent rap. Yeah, know? it's it's like that. It's like well, I like it's EDM, people... but it's but it's not like Pitbull and shit or like it's it's not Pitbull's just, EDM. No, no, no. But you know what I'm saying. It's not just like everybody fuck around. <laughs> oh, so there are lyrics. There's when lyrics. I think of EDM, I just think of like it's mostly like no, and then lyrics. a repeated line or something. Yeah, no, there's lyrics, but it's also yeah, it's more like cerebral. I shit. just like when Tom York I like when like people by like define and tell me something is intelligent. Is smart. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really, cool. No. Really, is, is Odessa is that IDM or is that EDM? That's probably EDM. Okay. IDM. But they have, they have lyrics. That's, I like Aphex Twin. That's and, the best uh, thing I just I've told heard you about today. <laughs> You'll know Aphex Twin is. <laughs> Aphids. <laughs> okay. Um, but th- there were headliners at the show you went to, or they opened for gorillas. You just said you went no, to two no, shows. No, no, they they were their own show. Okay. Yeah, this is at Mission Ballroom. Was gorilla? Where was gorillas? Ball, ball the ball arena. Yeah. Wow. Did they put on a show? The gorillas? Was it like? Mm-hmm. Cool? Was it like Kendrick Lamar status? No, there wouldn't have. They didn't have a catwalk or anything. But um, Damon Albarn walking out. Fucking walk. I don't know what any of the girls. He's the main. He's the. Do they have the cartoons out there, or do they just play them on screens behind them? They play them on screens behind them. So no one has a costume. No, no. There's not like Chuck E. Cheese animatronics of these guys. That'd be cool. That would be cool. (laughs) No, I mean, and overall, I mean, the show is kind of (laughs) gay. But (laughs) sorry, Lucy. Uh, She hits when I make that sound. Yeah. So yeah. It's too hissy. It's too sneezy. Yeah. It's too much top end. Too too much treble. But yeah, it sucked. No, it didn't suck. It was just kind of gay for parts of it. Everybody's looking at a camo's back. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was just, I don't know. Wow, wow. There's like moments where they're like, oh, when I say this, you do this. And like, they do that. And like, it's just silent (laughs) in the whole ball arena. (laughs) I just can't hear anybody. That's embarrassing. Have they had like a popular song in a while i mean i don't remember i, I only know i mean like, they are uh, they're, but they're doing it with the songs that we all know yeah okay yeah yeah strawberry fields forever that's my favorite gorilla song how's it go again blueberry hill blueberry Maybe you don't recognize that? I do, sort of. I'd have oh, to hear play. the actual. Play it for you. Uh, she talked about how gay their show was. Yeah, you don't know Blueberry Hill. They I didn't. Just they, said okay, maybe, let, dog. They, but they maybe. didn't do it. They didn't do it. They maybe did. You just—it's like hard to understand <laughs> anything they're saying. You were just too fucking hammered. I was hammered. Maybe it's hammered. not called Blueberry Hill. <laughs> I just searched. you're thinking of fucking flat top and blueberry hill dog. What the fuck? I went to a Rockies game also. How's that? The fireworks one? No, the one after that. Mm-hmm. I went with my buddy Ed and a couple of his friends, and it was fine. We got we got uh, Rocky dogs. Okay. 
ugh, dude, these things are fucking gross. What? I, t- <laughs> I had I had two bites, and I was like, fuck what is this. Sorry, Lucy. I put it in the seat in front of me. It's just a hot dog. Oh, oh, I thought it was maybe something about it that made it disgusting. Is it strawberry Oh, What the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Never heard the song, dude. Um, but, uh, you know, they just, you wait in, you wait in this line for 20 minutes because yeah. everybody wants to get a Rocky dog. Of course. Ah. It's part then, of the experience. Exactly. So I'm like, all right. They have, have some more recent, sorry. Dogs. They have more recent album than Demon Days, right? They're about to drop a new album. There's one uh, called Humans, but that's uh, came out too uh, recently. This Plastic Beach post. Demon Days. Uh, uh. I'm gonna have to do off pod research for this shit. But you know, they did Clint Eastwood. They did fucking yeah, feel good, feel good. We did all all the stuff. Um, tell us about the Rocky dogs. Rocky dogs. Tell us about the Rocky dogs. Take me out again, bro. Uh, the last Rocky do they, dog. Do they win? Do they win? <laughs> the Rockies. Uh, I don't remember. You don't know, the, know the final score? I don't remember. Okay. We uh, we left in the ninth inning. <laughs> I think we lost. Actually, all right. Let's pick the movie. Yeah, but then there, you know you go to get you go to get uh you put the condiments on it the ketchup it's like yeah. blap blap and then it was out so I had like two Wait, splat, splat. separate splats yeah. That were far apart from each other. And then I had some relish on there. I'm like, I really got to coat this thing if I'm going to be able to eat it. Just looking at it. Plank. Did you get sick? No, I only ate two bites of this thing. So I think I'm, I think I'm good. But, but then you look and then the onions is just... <laughs> so it's on this like counter, right? Uh-huh, There's yeah. like kiosk. <laughs> kiosk. <laughs> that, that has like... The big pumps. Yeah, yeah. And then in the middle of that is a trough yeah. with onions. Yeah. And there's all sorts of shit in there. I like like other artifacts. <laughs> it's like rings and stuff. Some contamination. <laughs> there's just like bugs and a na- crumple up napkins in there. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> bullshit. And I'm like, okay, fuck that, obviously. Yeah. I sit down and uh so next to the the other the other fellas ed's friends or whatever and one of the guys has onions on it i'm like you got onions dude he's like yeah i'm like you gotta buy that fucking trough like you have the same kiosk whatever he's like yeah whatever i'm like that's fucking disgusting dude uh billy wilder oh he's the fucking guy didn't he He looks like tom papa didn't he do double indemnity uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Is he the some like a hot guy, or am I thinking of someone else? I don't know. He's a romance, though. I'll tell you that. Then I'll tell you that. Quick, and let's do the fucking thing. Let's do the fucking music. Let's get the music going. <laughs> Nina Simone. Fire. Tight. I pulled that. I thought that was Erica Badu, dude. Yeah, this is some like a hot the apartment. Dude, we got a lot of twos from here. We got a lot of twos from over here. Dope. Um, cool. Morgan, you got anything else? Um, I did just really want to mention briefly that I fucking cut my thumb open trying to open Topo Chico with oh. this gay fucking... Dude, Morgan doesn't know how to use his bottle opener. I don't. Like, I really don't. You want me to teach you? No, never using Let's it again. Let's do a lesson. Let's okay. do a lesson. Let's do a lesson. We'll do a workshop. Anything else? Anything else? 
What up, Lucy? You're up, homie. That's Stay hilarious. Hydrated. All right. Uh, quit talking, put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. <laughs>